SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify. We're on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So another way for you guys to listen to me ramble and rant, I guess. But in all seriousness, guys, um, appreciate you guys uh, downloading this, listen to this, and let's begin. So uh, today on this Table for One episode... I want to talk about the recent uh, Joe Rogan Experience podcast when he had uh, Alex Jones on. And boy, it was a doozy. Four hours, I managed to listen to all of it. And, you know, say what you want to say about Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. Uh, They both very... Uh, polarizing individuals, um, Alex Jones especially, <clears throat> excuse me, Alex Jones especially, uh, he may come off as, you know, a loon, uh, whack job, you know, he's out of his mind, tinfoil wearing hat, but, you know, when you actually look into the stuff that he's talking about, you know, you get bits and pieces of the things that he's talking about because he just goes for miles and miles an hour like it's insane so i was listening uh, to the podcast i listened to you know like an hour you know an hour a day because it was just so much like most podcasts i listen to are like an hour hour and a half so you know just listen to that one sitting was like not going to happen, but I managed to listen uh, to it, and it was very good. Like, a lot of the stuff that Alex was saying on the show, uh, a lot of it was true. A lot of it uh, can be, you know, looked up online and just proven fact, uh, as he says, um, a lot of it is declassified, a lot of it is just out there in plain uh in you know out in the world to see but just that of course we as you know the everyday you know citizen we're not privy to these things so we're not like paying attention so it's out there it's just that you know you have to look and you know people don't want to look into these things and you know that's okay you know you you do what you want but it's out there and it's just that just because the man you know the man you know who he is and you may not like 
who he's, you know, aligned himself with or, you know, partners with or whoever, you know, doesn't mean that the stuff that he's saying isn't true. You know, oh, just because this guy is friends with this this other guy, and well, let me not use, you know, semantics, you know, since Alex, you know, he's, uh, you know, aligned himself with Trump. Basically, what he says, you know, is not true. It doesn't hold any merit or value because who he's aligned with. But, you know, that's bullshit because it doesn't matter. Like, if it's your worst enemy, if he he or she makes a point, regardless of who he or she aligns themselves with, it doesn't make them wrong. They're still right. And we have to remember that because... Trust me, we as people, we get a little bit petty when it comes to opinions and, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, just debating in general. So we just have to remember that when coming into this, you know, especially listening to this podcast. And I feel like, yes, is entertaining I laugh my ass off in many, many parts of the podcast because it was, you know, Alex is a funny guy. You know, he, he's just so eccentric and and just all over the place. But, you know, with the amount of data that he has, the amount of information that he, that he holds, like, it's just amazing how, like, how much he can recall. And, you know, and of course you... Someone that, that, you know, a lot of geniuses, a lot of people that have, you know, high intelligence, uh, they do have a lot of, you know, problems. You know, they could be autistic, they could be, uh, you know, some sort of defect on them, but they're still very wise and very intelligent. And for Alex to hold all that information... It's just amazing, and I'm still in awe to this day. Regardless what you think, regardless your opinions of him, you got to give him that. You got to give him the fact that he can hold and retain a lot of information. He can just recite quotes and and uh, uh, articles and and videos and and news clips, and it's just you know fucking amazing. So regardless what you think. You got to give the man credit for that and as well as just be entertaining. You know, he knows how to get your attention. And for anyone in content creating, anyone, especially in the podcast realm, uh, any, any form of entertainment, any form of content creating, that's the goal. That That is the goal to to get someone's attention to to get uh the people listening you know, to your content and you know that brings me to this next point that when people feel about you know the way people feel about conspiracies and and you know all these things it's it's kind of funny to me that just because the guy is out of his, he seems like he's out of his mind. It's it's coming from a place of ignorance. 
you know, a lot of people don't understand, like, a lot of stuff in this world, like, there is so many stuff that's going on right now, right now, in this very minute, there's a lot of things that we don't know that are happening, but just because we don't know doesn't mean that it isn't happening, you know, it's it's just so much to to digest and to just fathom all the stuff that's going on and, and, and is continuing on because the average person, you know, just call it like it is, the average person uh, doesn't have the, you know, the wherewithal, the, the brain power, you know, to handle that. You know, when you tell a story and you may embellish a little bit, you may uh, under... Like a lot, a lot of times we may like under, like demean it a little bit, or like when we we talk about numbers and, and and facts, sometimes we exaggerate it, or sometimes we under, we like, you know, give it a low ball number. That's because we can't fathom the fact of how you know, just the fact that. There's so much craziness in this world, so much evil in this world. So when you hear, oh, this guy killed 20 people and, you know, in the course of a few years and ha- has the, you know, the bones buried in, in, you know, in his backyard or whatever. So then when people talk about it, oh, well, this guy had 15 or this guy had 12. And then when you come to find out that, oh, it, it's more than that, like. You know, we we tend to hold ourselves back because we don't want to, you know, believe that there's that much evil in the world. We we're so uh, like our minds can't fathom the the, the depth of of evil and 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 depravity that's you know that's happened. So that's why, like, if people were just to stop it, even if it's you know. Not not even a day, but, you know, if you have 24 hours to spare, that would be great. But even 30 minutes, even an hour just to uh, look certain stuff up. And I'm very passionate about this, looking up a lot of, uh, you know, researching a lot of topics, especially the ones that Alex was talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast, because a lot of it, 90% of it is, you know, confirmed a lot of it is declassified a lot of it is it's out there playing as day for people to to look into and i will be your guide and uh, to you know bring this to light to you guys you know and you know just something i wanted to harp on because i've listened to the podcast and you know our heard of course you know all the memes you know uh, I, I gotta be honest with you uh, um I, i'm kind of retarded you know like i was hilarious but re- regardless if you take you, you know from the podcast you take away uh only the the comedic value when the, the memes and whatnot like there's that aspect of uh of just learning that aspect of you know gaining a little bit of insight of what's going on in the world and what's happened because a lot of stuff has happened and it all ties back to many of the things that he's talked about on that podcast with Joe Rogan so 
you know, it's it's just insane how, you know, it's just insane how uh, just people don't want to, you know, they don't care. And I'm not saying to just stop living life and be in fear. No, hell no. We still have to live. We still have, you know, our, our jobs, our careers, you know, our families. You know, we still have those things. But because of those things, you want to at least be a little bit more aware, you know, because the tried and true mantra, knowledge is power. And when you, you have power, you feel a lot more powerful. You you have more insight to what's going on. So you, as they say, you're, you're woke. And... It's very important to at least understand what's going on. You know, a lot of people uh, don't even know where our money like comes from. And, you know, I don't want to get off topic too much, but I remember in economics class, we was talking about, you know, money and, you know, how it's created. And especially around the time, that's when, you know, you had the... The housing, the housing crash, the housing uh, market crash in 2008, and I was in school, in high school, and it was talking about, you know, money and whatnot, and, you know, especially with all the, the, the debts and whatnot, and a classmate of mine says, well, can't they just print more money? And I brought up, well, you could, but that's just going to devalue the the overall value of all the money that's already in circulation. You know, the for example, you know, collectibles, trading cards. If there's only ten, if there's only ten of a rare card or a rare figurine then those figures, those 10 cars, those 10 action figures are going to be worth more because there's so little in circulation. So when you put in, you know, when you put in more, uh, you know, of those trading cars, more of those collectibles in, in, in circulation, the value of them decreases because, well, they're not so rare now. So when I said that, of course, my teacher, he smiled because, like, you know, I was right. Like, you don't want to print, you know, more money in, in, in a lot of cases because the the value of the, the currency will decrease, especially in, in uh, situations in Zimbabwe where it costs, I don't know the exact amount. I should have pulled this up, but you know, eh. uh, just like a, a billion dollars for a loaf of bread. Like the money was worthless. Like you basically using it to wipe your ass to hang the the notes on the walls or wallpaper. It was that bad uh, when they they collapse when the economy collapsed because there was too much money, and then they had to add two zeros. To all the currencies, uh, to all the, the the dollar bills that they had, all the the notes, 
because it was devalued. And they kept printing more and more. And before you know it, to get a loaf of bread, it was like a million dollars. And to that point, the currency was completely useless. It was uh, wallpaper. So that's why it's important to know. And definitely I will talk about you know the Federal Reserve and and other topics like that on the Table for One episodes because I think this could be something really cool to talk about because, you know, and it's ironic. I used to hate math, not, you know, not, not that very good. And, you know, math is like kind of my weak subject, but at least I'm able to understand, uh, you know, the financial aspect of the world. Uh, to a degree, and when it was uh, taught to me in a way by my teacher, my economics teacher, who also happens to be a huge historian buff, and I'm definitely going to touch on a lot of the historical aspects and and stuff that Alex talked about on the podcast uh, regarding uh, Operation Paperclip, uh, NASA, uh, you know, the Nazis, the occult, and, you know, all that, and uh, uh, the bill that was passed, that they're trying to pass uh, all over, the abortion bill, and uh, just many, many different topics I'm going to touch on on this episode, but, you know, definitely I will touch on the the Federal Reserve on a later date, uh, maybe later on this week, I, you know, I can get that out to you guys, but, yeah, so... You know, another thing I wanted to touch on is uh, the beef that Joe Rogan and Alex Jones had. And, you know, they squashed it on the podcast. Uh, Joe mentioned that him and Alex got on the got on the phone and talked for a while. And, you know, they hashed out the differences and they said, you know, uh, Rogan said, hey, you know, come by, you know. I want you to be on the podcast and we can like, you know, talk and just air everything out, you know, in the public. And uh, to a degree, people that are saying that, yeah, it's like deprived, it's, it's staged, it's like, you know, it's all p- for publicity and, you know, could be. But what they were saying that it was the distance. And when someone says something to you, and, you know, of course, you, you get attacked by someone that you consider, you know, close friend, an ally, what have you. And, you know, you feel hurt and you lash out. And it was just basically the distance that they that they had between each other. Because when they're together, um, they're the coolest buds, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're tight. You know, they're really close. They're really good friends. But then when they're separate... Um, forget it. It was just the opposite. So Rogan brought up something, you know, about, uh, Sandy Hook, like it's four hours. So forgive me if I'm, uh, uh, misspeaking, but you know, the whole Sandy Hook thing, uh, Alex Jones brought up and he cleared the air on that as well. And, um, you know, they hashed, you know, they, they hashed it out, but you know, as the conversation went along, it's like, okay, I understand. Because I heard, you know, 
through tweets and other videos about the whole beef that they had and but they're cool now i was like cool you know if it's you know there's a real aspect to it because they are close friends regardless of you know what you want to believe but uh yeah that, that's just something i wanted to harp on because that's important you know to you know get that out of the way because you know to have someone come on the show and you know you had beef with and you know you reconciled it's it's uh you know it's a uh, you know it's something like it takes a big man to say all right like you know i fucked up you know we fucked up so we gotta clear the air we gotta you know shake up you know shake hands and, and make up and just you know there's gotta be adults that that's all you gotta do because distance, when you're dealing with distance and, and, and name bashing, name calling, all that, and and just, you know, it's just speaking and, and talking from a place of weakness. So it's good in that aspect that they made up and they're cool because at the end of the day, like, it's especially for, you know, 40-year-old men, it's it's kind of... Uh, you know, retarded. It's kind of juvenile, infantile to beef. You know, especially when they're two mega personalities. It's it's like, come on now, like don't, no 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 need for that. You know, at least they squashed it. I'm glad. I'm ecstatic because, uh, you know, I heard Joe Rogan's podcasts were just excellent and. I'm trying to, for the most part, uh, improve. And by listening to other podcasts, that can definitely help with, you know, me improving just with uh, uh, articulating, with talking, uh, you know, not doing that, (laughs) doing um and us and stuff like that but just overall a delivery and having good banter good back and forth especially when i have a you know i don't have a studio but uh live uh people with me live and not on skype that's something i want to do and just listening to that podcast like it was just we are now able, using computers, to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential for response to environmental situations and stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. We are now, a- we are- we are now able, using computers, to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential for response to environmental situations and stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. Eddie Bravo was, you know, fucking with Alex Jones, was getting him mad, and you know, it was kind of funny, but it was just, it was gold. Like regardless, you, if you know, whatever you, whatever feelings you have towards Alex Jones, all oh, he's, he's this, he's that, and he's a, he's a Nazi. Uh, he's pro-Trump or whatever, and regardless of, of, you know, he's a loon, he's a whack chop, the fact of the matter is that he's, you know, a lot of the stuff that he's 
he mentioned on the, the podcast, there's so many that, you know, so many different uh, topics that I couldn't get to, but a lot of the stuff that he said was spot on. A lot of it was proven. A lot of it is documented. And, you know, that that's, you know, of course, like, I'm going to fucking have a ball because, you know, I do like being entertained. You know, I do love a good laugh. I, I love memes and and all this crazy shit, you know. But that that aspect of uh, of just learning, I love learning new things. I love uh, just talking, you know, just talking to people, like-minded people that share a lot of views that I have. You know, all the, the esoteric, all the occult, all this stuff, uh, even with uh, uh, politics, uh, fan, uh, finance, excuse me. Uh, you know, uh, geopolitical stuff, you know, all the, the Wall Street Journal readers stuff, you know, all that, even though I don't, I don't read the, the journal anymore, but, you know, just that stuff that uh, older men would would get into, like, I, I'm into that too. And it's weird, because, oh, like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that of me, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, I keep a mystery regarding, you know, like my interests and stuff, because I feel like not everyone is able to like get me, especially with that economics, uh, geopolitical stuff, uh, uh, political stuff. Uh, try not to get into the political stuff because when it comes to that, it's a hot button topic. But since we're on the podcast, you know, I'm definitely gonna let loose. Uh, the dogs of war when it comes to that because that is is something I just love talking having uh, banter having discussions debate but you can't debate with the majority of people nowadays because it's just oh uh, if you're if you don't like this person then something is wrong with you 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 had to agree with everything that this group or person says, even though you don't agree with it fully. And I'm not down like that. Like, whatever, if the facts are there, if it's it makes sense, if there's logic behind it, I'll be down. Regardless if, you know, we're, we're you know, the mouth that said the shit, you know? So, I'm not that type of person just to follow and... and just be the quote-unquote sheeple because you want to have the ability to think for yourself, the ability to have, you know, your own free will. I just don't like, I really don't like the fact that, especially with the the political climate, the social climate, how a lot of people are just threatened, they're triggered, butthurt. You know, they get their, their, their panties on a bunch. You know, at the end of the day, live your fucking life. Don't get into tribal, meaningless feuds and and, and and vendettas and squabbles because, oh, this person, you know, voted for Trump or this person, you know, does is not down for the cause. You know, fuck that. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, that's your friend, that's your brother, that's your sister, that's your mother, father, uncle, you know, aunt, niece, nephew, whatever, whoever. You know, I've seen on Facebook posts people that wrote statuses saying, and I quote, if you like Trump or you're not down with this, you're not down with that, you know, insert movement, political movement, insert social movement here. And, you know, or I'm going to delete you or we're not friends anymore or we're not or I'm disowning you as a family member is like. How in the ever-loving fuck does that make any sense in your tiny mind, to quote Gordon Ramsay? Because Gordon Ramsay is right. <laughs> he He's right on the, on the button with that. Like, a lot of, a lot of people that wrote those statuses, and I, I know a few family members that did, so they're listening to this so well. You know, I love you, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, tiny minds, tiny minds are us, uh, you know, seeing family members, friends saying that shit. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, is, is that bad? And, you know, I didn't vote. I don't care to vote because, you know, it's meaningless at the end of the day. Less of the two evils, you know, like it's like voting to get shot in the head or shot in the heart, you know, or, well, no, you die instantly, you know, triple tap, but regardless, you get both to get shot in the head or get shot in the, you know, they hit, hit a, you know, a vein, you know, an artery, hit, hit a, you know, get your, your artery cut, like, you die fast, you die slow, but regardless, you're gonna die, so, that that's the the logic with that like voting doesn't help doesn't mean anything just like uh you know doing those sweepstakes those contests on the cereal boxes on the on the the box of uh uh rice krispies you know pointless <laughs> oh you can win a free nintendo wii or, you know, now Nintendo Switch, all you got to do is return these, you know, you got to get the winning box or whatever. It's like, no, like pointless. Just save up your money and get a Nintendo Switch. It'll be cool to, to win a, a new console, uh, a new phone. But at the end of the day, just save up, you know, save your money up and get it on your own that way. Because all that money you're spending on, on uh, Surreal and candy and all that you can put that towards a new phone put that towards a new set of headphones and put that towards a new a new console or you know new pair of shoes whatever so yeah but got on got on a tangent but i love it you know i fucking love it so you know you know regardless what you think about you know alex jones and the whole conspiracy movement or whatever a lot of this shit is pretty much like it's out there it's just that and i don't and i for people they may say oh it's not true but i respect people for actually admitting okay i didn't know about this but you know teach me or 
I'm a question everything. And that's fine too. To to go and question something, that's that's okay. That is totally fine. You you want to question everything. You don't want to just follow uh, everything and, and get along get along with everything and don't question. You 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 want to question. And I respect people that you know those two camps, the ones that will question everything, that actually have they actually have that you know that discernment to ask questions and to do research. Because their minds are open, their their minds are willing to to uh, to accept new information and and dive down that rabbit hole, so to speak. And then the other group is to admit, hey, well, I didn't know about this. Like, I, honest to God, I didn't know about this. But you know, teach me more. Like, you know, I'm 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 willing and able to to you know absorb this information and to learn and to you know, see what I don't know. And that's awesome because when you close yourself off, when you're willingly ignorant, to me, that's an insult because as humans, our, our goal is to grow and, and, and to learn. You know, you, you learn to become a man. You learn how to become a woman, get together with someone, you know, make a family, you know, form a family, and then you pass on your knowledge, your, your knowledge, excuse me, you pass on your, your knowledge to your, to your offspring, and then they go through what you went through growing up to become a man or a woman, and then they pass it off to their offspring, and you want to learn, like you, through experiences, we, we learn as we're growing not to do certain things, you know, and, you know, to do certain things, not to do certain things. And it's very important. It's very fucking important to to learn and grow and to expand and, and broaden your, your horizons. Like, I know people who who haven't, I know people who haven't traveled outside of the neighborhood. I know people who haven't traveled outside the state. I know people who haven't, eating any other types of food just besides the food that's in their block. And they're 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 well off. It's not like they're, you know, in a financial situation. You know, I'm not saying you gotta eat filet mignon and and beef wellington, but you know, at least, damn, they give your palate something else because, you know, just eating the, the same crap over and over again becomes bland. It comes tasteless. Like you gotta expand your palate once in a while, and you know that's just another thing. Culture, just people aren't they aren't immersed in culture. It's this lack of culture that we're being taught. We're being taught that all these, uh, you know, civil war, revolutionary war, uh, you know, uh, you know generals and soldiers and, and heroes they're racist you know and regardless what you feel it's part of history you had to learn that history you can't whitewash things because oh well because this person is a, a racist or whatever that we're gonna denounce it like 
it's part of history, good or bad. And they say that histories weren't written by the winners. And right now it's like, you know, they're winning because, you know, the this liberal agenda is to basically, you know, make revisionist history. Let's let's just change everything. Let's denounce everything because, oh, well, we don't agree with that. And just I love history, good and bad aspects of it, because you are able to learn so much. You're able to learn so much about, you know, cultures. You're able to learn so much about war. You're able to learn so much about, you know, the people and, you know, food. You know, I love food. There you go. Talking about food, you know, this table for one. So, you know, eating, I'm eating, you know, for one, you know, sometimes for two because, you know, a little greedy, but not too much. But, you know, I just love that aspect of, culture and and the people and the languages and, and the food and and just everything about culture and just seeing how cultures thrived and, and survived and it's just it's a beautiful thing and of course you know the bad side of history you know history being uh whitewashed and you know revisionist history you know, it's it's a part of history. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But at least people have done their research to actually look at the truth in in that aspect, rather than just believe in everything that's been you know fed to you or you know a lot of cases force fed. But you know, it's just this lack of culture that I'm seeing and I don't like. And you know, touchy subject or not, like you know, I will cover on on this uh on the table for one podcast because uh there's some stuff that I won't talk about on the round table and stuff that, you know, I may want to get out of my chest right away. So these episodes on Room Prime TV will be solely focused on, you know, these touchy subjects, you know, solo. And uh, occasionally I will have a guest so it won't be always table for one. It will be, you know, table for one plus guest. So that that'll be really, you know, dope to have, a, a, you know, guest on with me and just banter and, and talk and go back and forth because that's something I want to do. But, you know, so, yeah, like going going on to what Joe Rogan and Alex Jones uh, were talking about on the podcast because, you know, I went, like, rambled on, but, you know, I just need to get that out. So forgive me. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. So one of the things that uh, Alex Jones was talking about on the podcast was basically, you know, NASA and how a lot of Nazi scientists were taken from, excuse me, they were taken from, you know, after the war, you know, via Operation Paperclip. And it's, it's out there, you know, it's not a, it's not a pie in the sky, you know, conspiracy theory. It's, it's out there. And we, we know that the Nazis, you know, a lot of Nazis, 
fled to South America. That's a fact. We know a lot of Nazis uh, went, you know, were taken to, you know, America via Operation Paperclip. And they were put into many facets of of our government, you know, military, you know, aerospace, you know, especially NASA. NASA is, and Alex Jones mentioned this, that NASA is, you know, the true government because all all the, the shit that comes out of NASA, all the, the mines are in NASA, that, that that's where that's where it's at. And for people to, you know, to not know this or be in denial about this, it's it's fascinating. And Warren von Braun, he, you know, he was, you know, he was the the in the head of that. He he was the, you know, the the figure of that. You know, he worked in Nazi Germany's rocket development program. You know. He helped develop the V-2 rockets uh, during World War II. And then after the war, he moved to the United States. Him and 1,600 other German scientists, engineers, technicians for, uh, you know, as part of Operation Paperclip. You know, he worked in, in the Army, the United States Army. And... And got this. He worked on uh, intermediate range ballistic missiles or IRBM program. So that's how we we have the you know you know the IRBM and the IBMs uh, missiles. And you know he also developed the rockets uh, for the United States for the the first uh, the, the space satellites. Uh, Explorer One. Uh, you know his group assimilated into NASA, and again, it, NASA is it's it. You know that's where a lot of our technologies uh, come from. A lot of scientists, a lot of scientists that uh into NASA, they develop. A, they have a lot of technologies. You get in there, and then eventually we get all the we get all the, the stuff trickled down, like you know, all the foldable phones, you know, all this stuff. That's already decades and, and decades ahead. You know what we got now? They already had in development, not in just NASA, but just in in uh, you know NSA, all that stuff. You know. Well, the technology that we have is what's kicked down to us consumers or to the public. A lot of stuff that, you know, that's high tech and classified, of course, they have that. You know, and it's just crazy how a lot of these scientists, they were they were sent to the United States after, you know, World War II. And they were put into many you know, to many, uh, you know, facets of, of, uh, America, you know, government, you know, aerospace, you know, put into NASA and it's, it's insane. Like, uh, uh continue with, um, Bon Braun, you know, his NASA career, 
You know, NASA was established by law on July 29th, 1958. Uh, one day later, uh, let's see, just reading off of this. One day later, the 50, 50th Redstone rocket successfully launched from Johnson Atoll and in the South Pacific as a part of Operation Hard Tack 1. And that was him. And uh, worked with the Navy. Uh, Braun's early years in NASA launched a failed four-inch flight during which the first unmanned Mercury Redstone rocket only rose to a few inches before setting him back onto the launch pad. The launch failure was later determined to be a result of a power plug with one prong shorter than the other because a worker lifted up to make a fit. <laughs> Incredible. E- even back in the day, they were petty. Um, they launched Mercury Redstone 2. String of pro- uh, suspected string of problems. This is going on, you know. You know, Bomb Braun, this photo of Bomb Braun in the NASA headquarters in 1970. And this dude's a Nazi. A Nazi scientist, and he's in America working. But, again, people think that this is just, oh, it's just, oh, it doesn't, you know, this is not true. And this is all, this is all proven fact. This is all... This is all proven fact. This is all there. You know, Operation Paperclip, I'll, I'll like touch on that a little bit. Operation Paperclip was a secret program of the Joint Intelligence Objective Agency, J, JIOA, largely carried out by special agents of the Army CIC, in which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians such as Warren von Braun and his V2 rocket team were taken from Germany to America for U.S. government development primarily between 1945 and 1959. Many were foreign members and some former leaders of the Nazi party. The primary focus of Operation Paperclip was U.S. military advantages, advantage in the Soviet-American Cold War. And the space race. The Soviet Union was more aggressive and forcibly recruiting more than 2,200 German specialists, a total more of 6,000 people, including fire members, with Operation. Oof. Oof. This. I cannot pronounce that. <laughs> I cannot pronounce that. Uh, this operation was a Soviet operation which took place on October 22nd, 1946, where NKVD and Soviet Army units at gunpoint removed more than 2,200 German specialists and a total more of 6,000 people, including family members from Soviet occupied zone of post World War II. So, of course, you know, the 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 Russians had a more, much more aggressive Operation Paperclip. And they had more, they took more scientists, you know, by gunpoint. But, you know, then the Joint Chiefs of Staff 
established the first secret recruiting program called Operation Overcast on July 20th, 1945, initially to assist in shortening the Japanese war and to aid outpost war military research. And this is all here. This is all this is all here. And they were giving rewards, you know, to the scientists. Many scientific accomplishments, uh, engineering accomplishments, uh, due to these scientists being, you know, being brought here, put into NASA, put into, you know, U.S. Army, put into, you know, engineering uh, fronts. It's it's incredible, you know, and get this, September 3rd, 1946. Uh, President Truman officially approved Operation Paperclip and expanded it to include 1,000 German scientists under temporary limited military custody. You know, they approved it in 1946. And the war was over in 1945. And it's, uh, it's incredible. And, you know, even... When Alex mentioned the the you know the occult you know Nazis and and their and Hitler's and his uh, obsession with the occult, you know the the Thule Society is one of the the well known uh, secret societies in Nazi Germany. Uh, the Thule Society originated. Oh my God! I cannot speak German. Let me see. I cannot speak German for the life of me. <laughs> I should. Let's see. Ooh, can I, pro- I cannot pronounce that. Uh, okay. Uh, basically, a German occultist uh, and another group founded in Munich right after World War One. And the Thule Society is named after mystical northern country and Greek legend. And, of course, that course was in Berlin. It dissolved after 1930. That's when, um, uh, right, when the Holocaust, like, you know, towards the beginning of the Holocaust. But the Thule Society, you know, is this is a well-known group. And, uh, let's see here. It's, uh, a lot of the, a lot of Nazi sympathizers and leading figures of the Nazi party were a part of this group. Uh, Alfred Rosenberg, Hans Frank, uh, Gotten through. Oh my God, these these names. And uh, you know, they believe. You know, everyone should know about the what the the German ideology and, and belief. You know, pure race. You know, Aryan Aryan blood. And uh, 
you know, to read it right here. Primary focus on the Thule Society was a claim concerning the origins of the Aryan race. In 1917, people wanted to join the dramatic order out of which the Thule Society developed in 1918, had to sign a special blood declaration of faith uh, concerning their lineage. Ah, Tongue-tied today. Uh, The signer hereby swears the best of his knowledge and belief that no Jewish or colored blood flows in either his or her wife's beans, and that among their ancestors are no members of the colored races. That is their belief to join the Thule Society and a lot of occult, a lot of mysticism. You know, 250 members. You know, a lot of conspiracy theories. <laughs> a lot of conspiracy theories, especially with, uh, um, you know, such, you know, such theories, uh, UFOs, you know, aliens, all all that, all that stuff. And, you know, you know, if you want to believe it, if you don't, like when it comes to the occult, like the Nazis were really obsessed with, you know, the Holy Grail and the Spear of Destiny. And you never know. They could have been in contact with some entity, with some unknown entity or or entities to, you know, and to give them uh, the knowledge and the wherewithal because you wonder how they were so advanced with, 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 you know, with their technologies, with the, you know, with uh, aircraft, you know, military, you know, uh, engineering, you know, it, it's, it's some force like, yeah, the, the, there's so much, uh, you know, human ingenuity and, and intelligence, but you know, all this stuff, like you kind of wonder like, yeah, there has to be another layer to this, you know, believe it or not, you know, that that's what they believe. And, you know, my opinion, my opinion, I think that they have, you know, they were in contact with, with something or somebody because what they've known and, you know, what the Nazis know, especially what Hitler knew. And, you know, it, it's it's a reason why that they were so advanced with the technology. And, and you know, not only were the Americans were sought after, they were, they were, after them, but the Nazis, you know, Nazi scientists that were sought after by the Soviet Union as well, you know, with their version of Operation Paperclip, with uh, Operation Overcast, so, you know, that that's something to think about, but, you know, the occult is there, like, again, I'll definitely love to do an episode, a table for one, talking about the occult and be more thorough, have my notes scattered, like, just to highlight a lot of stuff that Joe Rogan was, you know, um, Alex Jones was talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast, because, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff he's saying is true, a lot of stuff is documented, a lot of stuff is, uh, you know, documented, proven facts, so to 
to just for people to just dismiss it because all oh, like it's, it's it's I I can't see it you know I you can't go back in time you know I wish we had time travel but you know you can't go back in time and then get me a, a Nazi scientist or, or you know when there's photos when there's documents you know proving that yes all this happened and there's a lot of things that we don't know that happened and that's just the the part of life there's just so much stuff that so much things that are buried in history that we don't understand that we we don't know that we can't see and it's it's you know prevalent that we just do a little bit of research we just do a little bit more digging you know and you never know you you may come to to a conclusion hey this stuff you know i i may not believe this stuff but it's out there and that that's just my take just research just do your due diligence because it's 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 very important it's it's super super important to at least be aware of you know the stuff like like hey it's it's not going to make you a millionaire but at least you'll open up your mind a little bit and that's what that's just the best aspect for me like personally um yeah, another thing that Alex Jones talked about was the late-term abortion. And basically, uh, the mayor of Virginia, and go to this article here. Let's see. Uh, Virginia politics uh, via the Washington Post. Uh, Governor Ralph Norham admits he was uh, and th- this is the guy. This is the guy with the black face. Uh, he admits he was in 1984 yearbook photo showing figures and in, in blackface, KKK hood. He admitted that. And the reason why I bring that up is because he's you know a lot of these politicians, a lot of these you know uh, bureaucrats, a lot of these political figures. They are compromised. They're they've been blackmailed. So they're told, Well, we got you now, like we got you now doing you know, we got this photo of you from nineteen eighty four doing blackface and you know, you know, the whole blackface thing, especially KKK thing is not it's not, you know, is very unpopular. You know, people will crucify you for this. So, you know, if you play ball with us, then you know, we won't we won't show this. And then came on TV, he slipped up, said that about the whole, uh, um, uh, the controversy around the, the bill, you know, the, the, the whole, uh, Virginia's new abortion bill, you know, they fucking got him. <laughs> you know, they, they fucking got him. The, same, the same month that this came out, he flubbed up about the about the Virginia abortion bill, in which they're also passing it. They're trying to pass in New York, and they they passed it in other states, and he flubbed up, and that's how they brought this up. They brought this up, and they got him. They're like, oh well, you know, 
that that's how these that's how politics work. They blackmail you. They they tell you to play ball, or else we'll just release this. And then if you step out of line, if you step out of you know the reservation, they will release whatever e files that they have on you. So that's why you got to be careful. You know, like in in politics, well, eh, like it, it is it is what it is. But it's it's the truth. A lot of these politicians, uh, these public figures, they are compromised. They're blackmailed, and this is was uh, this was the point that Alex was making that they put these people in positions of power because they're compromised. You know, if you were to go in and you know you have they have dirt on you, and if you didn't play ball, you know then they they, they release those e files on you. You know that, that that's 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 how the that's how uh, politics rolls. You know, and the the governor, the Virginia governor, you know he, you know, basically admitted that. You know, you know the controversy has centered around a prop, uh, provision concerning third trimester abortions under the current Virginia law. In order for a patient to terminate a pregnancy in the third trimester, three doctors must clarify that the continuing the pregnancy will likely cause the patient's death or substantially irreparable repair. Her mental or physical health, the new bill will, will reduce the number of doctors to one, remove the substantially and irremediable excuse me, qualifier abortions will be allowed in cases where a mother's mental or physical health is threatened, even if the damage might not be irreversible. So you see. Right there, like that's the bill. Uh, the name of the bill is Virginia House Bill twenty four ninety one. And also, I forgot to read this. I apologize. Uh, Virginia House Bill twenty four ninety one will roll back a number of requirements, including twenty four hour waiting period and a mandate that second trimester abortions will take place in a hospital. Always something for a long shot in the Republican-controlled state le- legislature. The bill may may now be doomed by the national firestorm surrounding it. But the controversy is there. You know, the controversy is there. It's basically, yeah, we're going to reduce the, the 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 doctors from four to one, and they can, you know, do the abortion. They can proceed with the abortion even if, you know, there's no life-threatening or irreparable damage. They could just do it anyways. And the other thing that Alex talked about, and uh, I will play the clip no exception. There was a very contentious committee hearing yesterday when Fairfax County Delegate Kathy Tran made her case for lifting restrictions on third trimester abortions as well as other restrictions now in place. And she was pressed by a Republican delegate about whether her bill would permit an abortion even as a woman is essentially dilating, ready to give birth. And she answered, 
that it would permit an abortion at that stage of labor. Do you support her measure and, and explain her answer? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I wasn't there, uh, Julie, and I, I certainly can't speak for uh, Delegate Tran, but um, I would tell you, one, uh, first thing I would say, is this is why decisions such as this should be made by providers, uh, physicians, uh, and uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that, that are involved. Um, there are, you know, when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done uh, with the consent uh, of, obviously, the, the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way. Um, and it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities, there may be a, a, a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. Uh, but again, we want the government not to be involved in these types of decisions. We want the decision to be made by uh, the, the mothers and their providers. And, and this is why, Julie, that legislators, most of whom are men, by the way, shouldn't be telling a woman what she should and shouldn't be doing with her body. And do you think multiple physicians should have to weigh in as is currently required? She's trying to lift that requirement. Well, I think it's always good to get uh, a second opinion and for, for at least two providers to be involved in that decision because these decisions shouldn't be taken lightly. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I, w I would certainly support more than one provider. All right. Let's uh, go back to the phones now uh, for the governor. We're going to talk now with uh, Mike, who's calling in. And then the other aspect of, of this is the fact that organ harvesting, you know, they, if you abort a, a baby and, you know, this is called uh, infanticide. Like if you don't know what infanticide is, it's the intentional killing of infants. Parental infanticide researchers have found that mothers are more likely than fathers to be predators of of no no legential ah gosh apologize uh and slightly more likely to commit infanticide in general but that that's that's the definition an example right there but in the in the case in the case of of this bill they're basically saying that they can kill they can kill the baby right after it's born and that that is something that you have to really 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 look into because that's very scary that is so scary to for for that to be law that someone can tell you oh well And I quote, you know, the controversy center, blah, 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 under the current law, in order for a patient to terminate pregnancy, I'm at this, you know, it's, it's just, it's crazy going off the rails. Well, good thing about this, I could just edit this out, but, you know, and I quote, 
Well, now instead of having four doctors, we just have one doctor and then we can just tell you, we can lie to you and say, oh, well, you're, you know, your health is in danger, uh, you know, having the, the child, you know, going on with the pregnancy can, you know, can cause death or irreparable damage or, you know, or, you know, and also psychological, you know, physical damage. They can just lie to you and tell you that. And then you will tell them, okay, you know, go go along with the abortion. Then they can keep the baby alive, then decide what to do with it, and then kill it and get the, the organs. Because that, that's, that's what they do. They, you know, they have, you know, they have, you know, organ harvesting uh, for hospitals as well. And not going to... Definitely not gonna sign those uh the organ donor cards. Oh, I love science. I would love to donate my body to science, but it's just scary, uh, you know. In in the case, you know, if my organs are still you know healthy and whatever, sure. But in in that aspect, no, because it's just too it's 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 sick. It's sinister, especially for for a baby that's just been born. To, to just yeah, I mean kill it, you know, kill it. Uh, get you know get the organs, whatever, you know, blood organs. It's it's insane, like the the type of, you know, the just the the, the freak show, the the craziness, and this is there, like it's right here in this article, and then the video is there, which I will definitely add to you know, to the, the podcast as well. And it's it's crazy. When I heard this and I looked it up, I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? It's it's like it's just things that we don't know because oh well we're not paying attention and blah blah blah. We're just living our lives and that's the other thing. We're so busy in our in our lives dealing with you know, work, issues with, you know, family, home, what have you, relationships. And so we're just all bombarded all the time with all this crap. And then when you come and realize, shit, you know, I'm just so exhausted. I'm tired. I can't deal. Like, I just want to just relax and, and just have, have, you know, some you know, I just want to have a good night's sleep. But then you see all this going on in the background, and I'm not saying to like just you know stop living and just look up all this shit online. Just all I'm saying is like yeah, like we all have our struggles, but this shit that's going on behind the scenes, and it's very important that you know we're you know aware. Especially with you know with abortion, that's a hot topic as well. And to to just be like, oh well, you know, uh, it's like eh. because we're just so bombarded, we're just so uh, just exhausted from work and, and and dealing with you know our careers and then school and and family and, and friends and relationships. So it's like we get so bombarded, and it's like well, you know. It is what it is, and just seeing just seeing this, uh, 
I I played the the uh, the video uh, before you know the podcast, and also on Joe Rogan's podcast, they played the the video clip. It's like two minutes, and basically explain that that yes, like you know it's you know they can keep the baby alive and all this stuff that you know then decide what to do with it. And it's crazy. It's it's fucking insane that you know this type of shit goes on. But not everyone is not not everyone can fathom fathom that. Like to just f- try to fathom that in your mind. Like it's like you know I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't think of doing that. But just just because you may not think about that or you may not do it, that doesn't mean that other people. You know, haven't because there's people that thought about this, thought about horrible things. But because you're not gonna do it, doesn't mean that. Well, well, I, I'm not gonna do it. So what's what's the point? Like, no, like you gotta have that mentality. You have to have that mentality that you know there's a lot of evil in this world, and you can't just be ignorant to it because oh, I, I'm not. I'm not like that. Well, yeah, you're not like that. Good. We need more good in the world, but you have to understand is that the flip side of things. So that is why it's so important. It's super important. It's it's prevalent that you just keep that in mind. You know, I had a conversation about this uh, on my podcast as well on the on the roundtable on the first. Uh, Bronte episode as well, and it was a bit, you know, janky, but uh, I basically explained how people had this mentality of because they're not, they're not wicked, they don't have those thoughts, they don't have that ability to do evil, that the world is the way that they think it is. And it's like, no, you may not, you may not be, you know, be into evil and, and, you know, you may not do those things, but there are people out there in this world that do. And you have to have that, you have to understand that, oh, just because, you know, just because, you know, that's wrong. People shouldn't do it. Well, yeah, that's wrong. You're absolutely right. That shit is wrong. You know, killing is wrong. Aborting babies is, is wrong. You know, especially, uh, third third trimester abortions you know after the baby's born like infanticide that's wrong but you know just because you know it's wrong because you won't do it doesn't mean that people you know won't because people have that had that in them there's trust me so many people in this world so you got to keep that in mind Definitely have to keep that in mind because it's it's just to just try to crunch that up into a, a tiny ball. You can't. You really can't. It's 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 too big to fathom. And you know to end this show on a good note that guys appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys downloading this podcast, even if it's on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, 
And I just say this, do your research, have an open mind. Remember, there's a lot of good in this world. Don't be the negative Nancy. Don't be the wet noodle or super wet noodle. Be be the change that you want to see in the world. Don't worry about petty things. Don't worry about frivolous things. Don't worry about, you know, who's sleeping with who. Don't worry about all that shit. Just worry about things that you can control within your circle. Because at the end of the day, you know, all you can do is worry about the your circle, your your center, or friends, family, loved ones. You know, you can't go worrying about things that you can't you can't control that you can't fix because then you become a lot of these liberal movements, a lot of these conservative movements worry about things that they can't control. So because they can't control it, they they try to control the people uh, around them. You try to control people within the, these movements rather than worrying about things like that they can control, worry about things in their own house and their own, um, you know, their own, uh, backyard and their own home, you know, and, uh, there's a lot of, especially, you know, I say this before I, I end the podcast and I said this to a friend of mine, a lot of these people that are, you know, leaders and, and these, in these liberal movements, these conservative movements, just political movements in general, social movements in general, they try to tell you what to do, how to think, when to think. They try to tell you that the world needs changing, that everything's fucked up, and yeah, it is. But hey, you shouldn't worry, again, you shouldn't worry about the things that you can't control. And B, a lot of these leaders, a lot of these activist groups, their house isn't in order. There are a lot of hypocrites in these movements in both sides. And it's just funny to me how people love to, you know, they love to tell you, you shouldn't vote for this person. You shouldn't vote for that person. You shouldn't believe in this. You shouldn't agree with that. All aliens, all Alex Jones, all this stuff. You're crazy. What the fuck is wrong with you? But in in their mind, they're insecure is super, 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 super insecure about themselves because in their life, in their lives, they're losers. They haven't accomplished anything. They haven't succeeded in anything. So they try to go and tell others what to do. They try to change people's other people's mentality to fit their own because they want other people to be losers too. And especially with the liberal movement, the, the the conservative movement, there is a lot of good, just like there's a lot of bad in these movements, there's a lot of good. But people just take the bad. They want the bad because they, they're controlling. They're, they're, they're very oppositional. They're very, you know, controlling because they have no control over their lives, so they try to control other people. And a lot of these movements, a lot of these uh, leaders, they have, you know, leaders and, and, and people within them. Their house isn't in order. So they're basically hypocrites. 
at the end of the day. And it's just funny to me. That's why I have no political allegiance. I'm I'm not tied to a political party. If you are, that's cool. You know, no hate, only love. But at the same time, don't get sucked in just because you're a part of that group. You got to believe and go with everything. Don't do that. Be your own person. You know, be smart. You know, be be wise. Anyone can have intelligence, but it's hard to be wise and and and, and be centered. You know, and that's why I sincerely hope that you know you take what I said to heart. If not, you know, oh well, uh, I tried, but I'm not here to control. I'm here to just to speak, uh, to rant, ramble, <laughs> and. You know, I'm I'm just here to just spark your brain a little bit. So with that being said, thank you very much, guys. I know I rant a little bit, you know, too long, but had to be said. I appreciate you guys uh, listening in, downloading it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify. Search Ruben Prime TV on all those uh, platforms where podcasts can be listened to. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, at Ruben Prime TV. And I have a Facebook page, so if you want to uh, follow my hijinks on Facebook, because I know everyone has Facebook, you can follow me on there by finding the page Ruben Prime TV Podcast. So with that being said, enough with the shameless plugs. This has been another episode of Table for One, only on Room Prime TV. And with that being said, I bid you adieu. Thank you very much, and good night. Mm